and welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Years ago, I began recording the bedtime stories I told my children every night. Now, I'd like to share those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my Stories for Wonderful Children. When Ella woke up, and she knew that today was a special day, she got dressed as quick as she could, and then she got on, went up to the roof and got on Joey's back. Joey took off from the roof. He said, aren't you hungry? And Ella said, a little bit, but we'll eat when we get there. So Joey flew, Where are they going? flew, flew. He Where flew for quite some, going? you have to listen and find out. He flew out of the city. And he flew for a long way across fields and streams, mountains. And then he started to fly up into the clouds. Up, 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 up. So far up. And then far ahead, when Ella could see the highest mountain she'd ever seen poking up through the clouds. As they got closer, she could see that the top of the mountain was flat. And there was something on top of it. Joey came down to land. They were at the front gates, and Ranella went up and bought tickets for both of them. And she also bought breakfast tickets. They went in and sat down, and at the breakfast table, and the server came, and he said, Welcome to the magical zoo. He said, What would you like for breakfast? Ranella said, Well, what do you have? What's so magical about it? Listen and find out. He said, Well, we have milk and white and chocolate. We have jungle juice. We have water. And we have mango smoothies. Now, Diana, if you were Joey, what would you choose to drink? Uh, uh, birds uh, like mangoes, you know. Let her choose. You'll choose for uh, a while. Uh, water. Water? Okay. That's what Joey got. And what would you choose for vanilla, Becca? Vanilla? She would get jungle juice. She did get jungle juice. And then he told her that and they told him that they could have pancakes or they could have or they could have cereal or they could have granola. They could have warm oatmeal or they could just have bowls of fruit. Now, if you were Joey, what would you choose to eat for breakfast? Uh, uh, uh. I would definitely pick the bowl of fruit our Joey. Joey picked pick. Pick, 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 pancakes. Pancakes, okay. And what would vanilla, what would you choose if you were vanilla, Rebecca? Warm oatmeal. Warm oatmeal, yes. She got warm oatmeal with a little bit of maple syrup on top of it to sweeten it just a bit. And they both ate and they drank and they were done. The waiter came back and took their dishes and he said, have a good day at the magical zoo. And they went out. What's magical? They got their maps, and Winella and Joey both looked at that maps, and they said, well, what shall we go see first? And Joey said, ooh, look, look, they've got, um, they've got unicorns. You want to go see the unicorns? And Winella said, sure, let's go see the unicorns first. So they started walking along towards the unicorn exhibit, and they were almost there. Winella said, oh, wait, look at this, and she pointed to a huge, huge exhibit where there were all sorts of winged monkeys 
flying from tree to tree and from area to area. And the winged monkeys appeared to be playing a sort of strange game that was sort of a cross between tag and soccer and a food fight. They were sort of throwing oranges and bananas at each other, and they had this ball that they were throwing to each other. And one of the monkeys appeared to be it and was chasing all the other monkeys while they threw the ball back and forth. Winella and Joey stopped and watched for a few minutes. And then Winella said, okay, let's go on and see the unicorns. Now, when they got there, there was someone there explaining about how unicorns come in three different colors. They come in white and gray and black. And some unicorns have gold horns, and some unicorns have silver horns. But how all unicorns really like to eat pears and apples and also pomegranates. And the guide, the zookeeper, had a box full of pomegranates right there next to him. And he said, and it's feeding time right now. Who would like to feed the unicorns? And when Ella raised her hand, she said, oh, 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 I would. And the, the zookeeper handed her a pomegranate and then actually cut it in half first so that you could see all the red juicy seeds inside. And then he said, you just hold it out. So when Ella held out the pomegranate on the palm of her hand, and she had to wait for a minute. First a black unicorn sort of looked at her, but then it was actually a gray unicorn with a golden horn that came up and sort of sniffed at the pomegranate in her hand and then gently opened its big mouth and took it out of her hand. She expected it to move away after it had taken the pomegranate from her, but it didn't. It just sat, stood there looking at her and munching the pomegranate contentedly. Pomegranates have very red juice, and just a little bit of the juice got around the unicorn's lips, which really looked very bright red against the, the gray color of the unicorn. Then she held out the other pomegranate, but the unicorn didn't take that one, and soon the other one, the black one that had looked at her earlier, that one had a golden horn too, and it came over, and it immediately, didn't even sniff, just walked right up and munched the pomegranate right out of her hand, but as soon as it had it, it walked back off again. It wasn't as friendly as the gray one. The zookeeper told her, the gray one's name is Mist. Would you like to pet her? And Winella said, oh, may I? And Winella reached out her hand very gently and patted the very, very soft nose of Mist. And Mist sort of dipped her horn down a little bit, and Winella could touch the horn just a little bit. It was warm and, and smooth, and it didn't really feel like a horn as much like a hard horn as Winella had expected it to. Winella then turned around and Joey was giving his biggest bird smile. She said, what would you like to go see next? And like, Joey, said, Joey said, I don't know. Let's look at the map again. So they looked and they said, oh, let's go to the reptile house. I want to see the basilisk. What's a basilisk? And Winella said, okay, but we'll have to wear the special glasses. So they went to the reptile house, and they got to the basilisk exhibit. And people walking in had to put gla special glasses on to protect them. Basilisk is a very, very large lizard. It's as big as Joey. And when it looks at things, if you look it in the eyes, it turns you into stone. But they wore special glasses to protect themselves. And... They walked in and they could see the basilisk. It was a very fearsome looking lizard. It was sort of gray and green color. And was it had, 
No, it was not looking mad. It was actually just looking sort of bored. And the zookeeper brought some ants in to demonstrate what the basilisk did. And he let the ants loose. And the basilisk looked at them, and they turned to stone. And there were just a bunch of little stone ants. And Winella said, that is cool. And the zookeeper said, well, buddy, make sure you wear your glasses while you're in here. So they looked at the basilisk for a while. But he wasn't really all that interesting to look at. He just looked like a big lizard. So next, they went into the next room in the reptile house, and that's where they had the drakes. Now, drakes are very small dragons that aren't smart like big dragons are, and they can't talk. But they can breathe fire, and they can... No, they're not bad. They can breathe fire, and they can fly around, and they're sort of fun to watch. The, the room that Winella and Joey went into had drakes of many different colors. Blue ones, green ones, gold ones, black ones, white ones. Just every color you could think of. And they were flying around the room. And they were um, breathing little bouts of flame. And they were a lot of fun to watch. Winella and Joey took the glasses off and sat and watched them for a while. The zookeeper had was handing out little bits of meat on the end of long sticks, and you could hold up your stick into the air, and a drake would fly by and toast it with some flame, and then the next time he would come by, once the meat was all cooked, he'd bite it right off the end of the stick. The sticks are very long to keep your fingers away from the meat, because drakes are not very careful. They're not like unicorns. If they, if your fingers are too close to unicorns, um, if your fingers are too close to the meat, they might nip your finger. Winella looked at her watch. Nip means bite a little. Winella looked at her watch and said, Oh my goodness, it's almost lunchtime, Joey. We're going to have to go soon. And Joey said, Yeah, we should see one more animal. They looked to see what was still left. There were griffins, which are lions that have the head and wings of an eagle. Is lunchtime now? Not quite yet. They, get out. they have time to go see one more animal. And there were centaurs, which are horses that have the upper torso of people. And there were some mermaids in the water exhibit. And there were harpies, which are sort of vultures that have the heads of people. So which one would you want to go see if you were Winella Becca? The mermaids. The mermaids. And that's what Winella and Joey decided to go see. They went to the mermaid exhibit, and the mermaids were putting on a show. They were leaping up out of the water through hoops, and they were doing tricks where they were playing tag, and then they were coming up to the surface and getting right up close to people who were watching them and splashing them with their tails. And Winella and Joey both got quite wet, and Joey said, I'm going to have to dry my feathers off before I can fly us home. And after the show, some of the mermaids came up and talked to people and answered questions. And they talked about how they didn't live at the zoo all the time. They just came for shows um, because mermaids are intelligent beings, not like, not like other sort of magical animals. And so they don't live at the zoo. They just come to visit for shows. And when Ella talked to them and they said that really they very much like to live back in their ocean. And Winella asked them what kind of fish they liked best, and they said they thought that salmon was the tastiest kind of fish. And Winella said, I like salmon a lot, too. And the mermaid uh, introduced herself. Her name was... Can I pick her name? Sure. Nellie. 
Nellie. Yes. Hey, can I pick the next mermaid name? Sure. Tell me what what's the other mermaid's name? Uh, uh, Ariel. Ariel. Okay, so Nellie and Ariel. And Winella shook both their hands and said that her name was Winella. And she asked them if they knew the Queen of the Water. And they said, of course we know the Queen of the Water. We love to visit her palace. It's so beautiful. And Winella said, yes, I've been there once. It is beautiful. I especially love the ceiling that you can look up through and see all the ocean above you. And the mermaid said, oh, well, it's time for us to go for the next show. And when I looked at her watch and said, oh, Joey, we got to get home for lunch. So they walked out and they found a gift shop where they bought a towel that they used to dry off Joey's feathers. And the towel was beautiful. It was rainbow colored. It started purple on one end and went through all the colors of the rainbow until it was red on the other end. And they used it to dry off Joey's feathers. And then Joey flew them home. It was a long Didn't they flight. buy anything for Winella? It, she was going to use the towel. After after they had cleaned it, she was going to keep the towel. Didn't Winella buy anything for her mom? She did not buy anything for her mom. But she had taken her camera and taken lots of pictures, and she showed them to her mom when she got home. And her mom was excited to see all the adventures that Winella had had at the Magical Zoo. And she and Joey agreed as she got off that they would have to go back to the zoo another day because there were still plenty of magic animals that they had not seen. And that's the end of the story. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created, told, and edited today's story. Questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was composed by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it or leave a review on your podcast provider. Our email is storiesforwonderfulchildren at gmail.com. You can also contact us on Facebook or Twitter. I'll see you next time.